backyard. Shit, bitch, we're gonna bust up that stage like a high school kegger. We're just gonna out with LaFour's X-Men style. Should I call you Logan, Weapon X? No, Wolverine, Snickety, Snickety, Snowing. What he's doing is imitating Wolverine's berserker attack with his adamantium claws. All right, guys, you have your mission. Go forth and wreak havoc. And it's our mission to watch 2017's Logan. Logan, what did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. They're gone now. I hurt myself today. To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real What is she? Beneath the She's like you of time Very much like you The feelings disappear She needs our help you are someone come along. Someone has come along. I am still right here. And you could have it all. My empire of dirt. I will let you down. going on hey you know <laughs> so like always james <clears throat> yes or no did you watch anything yeah i did did you do anything i watched something what'd you watch that counts i watched uh the first five episodes of atlanta oh oh the first season yeah nice enjoying it yeah it's it's enjoyable it's really good i think yeah it's yeah one, one of the better things on tv right now yeah for sure yeah for sure what uh what's the last thing that happened? Like what's the most recent episode? Uh they just had the basketball game. Oh yeah. Oh, like the celebrity one or yeah, whatever. The celebrity the one. Alternate reality Justin Bieber. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you did, girl, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Forget about it all night long or something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. congratulations on finding some time to watch something. Yeah, watch something good, finally. Yeah. That's good. Better than the fucking Adam Sandler movie you had last week. <laughs> no, I... Uh, no, nothing is better than that. That I didn't watch that last week. Oh, whenever you watched it. Yeah. Weeks ago. Uh, the, for the third time yesterday? No. Just kidding. We never even really delved into what the plot of that It doesn't matter. You watch Atlanta... Yes. That's great. That's all that matters. So you're just going to like fire through all of them? Yeah, I didn't realize they were short. Only half an hour. Yeah, so. What do they call them? They're like, they're not comedies. They're like comedy adjacent. Half yeah, hour. I mean, there's, yeah, I don't know. It's fu- it's funny, but then it's also like pretty serious at yeah, times. Yeah, it's pretty it's serious. Like kind of weird and different ideas. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Dustin? <laughs> Uh, what do I, I watched the first, uh, six episodes of the Cobra Kai show on YouTube Red. Cobra Kai. Yeah. It, uh, oh, you haven't heard of that? It's, uh. I don't hear of many <laughs> things. It's like, uh, the continuation of the Karate Kid movies. Oh. So taking place all these years later. Um, and the roles are kind of reversed. Like the guy that was the bully in the original, he's now like the down and out kind of loser. And, uh. Daniel LaRusso, the hero from the original Karate Kids, he's like a rich car dealership owner. And he, so he's kind of like, now he's kind of the bully in a way. Oh, I see. And uh, so, yeah, Johnny, the bad guy from the originals, he starts his own, he restarts the Cobra Kai 
karate dojo and he starts training like this kid that lives in his apartment that's getting bullied and stuff and then uh it's actually it's really well done and lots of lots of weird like ways that they subvert your expectations for it so oh and it it's a show on what is it on youtube red which is their their, like pay for a channel kind of thing now that they have their own original programming on yet another thing bringing you tv shows yeah exactly but anyway it is it's really well done did you guys know that the lead singer of UB40 is like a white British guy? <laughs> no. I don't even know if I know who UB40 is. Yeah. Uh, red, red wine. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I just started thinking about it. <laughs> so I just Googled it. John is coming at you with interesting factoids. In case anybody that comes at you with UB40 facts, just remember that he's a weird looking British dude. Oh, did you watch anything? Um, I tried to finish off. I'm trying to finish off Counterpart. Oh yeah. I'm still like just trying to get through it. Um, and I've just watching a bunch of movies with my kids. They've been on a real like late, I don't know, seventies, like eighties movie Disney kick. Oh yeah. So we're watching like the Robin Hoods and the the, the what's it called with the mice with rescuers Bob, rescuers with Bob Newhart and yeah. And that's all good classic stuff. Yeah, so I've been, you know, nothing really that interesting. I've been keeping up with all the regular shows, right? I guess, but uh, yeah, nothing like no movies or anything. Um, I want to see. There's a movie I really want to see that's coming out called Most Likely to Murder. Have you guys heard about this? Mm, I don't no. think so. Um, so it's written by some people. Uh, let me just look it up. I downloaded Mom and Dad though to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched a preview for that again. Yeah, I want to. I, I have it. I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. Yeah, so it's uh, it's starring like Rachel Bloom and Adam Pally. Um, do you guys know who they are? I know who Adam Pally is, and I know no. the name Rachel Bloom. But is she the crazy ex girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And it's uh, written by some guys. It's about the. I think it's Rachel Bloom. I think I've seen the trailer a couple times. So Rachel Bloom like comes back to her hometown. I think and Adam Pally lives there and. I think there's like a high school reunion or something okay. and it's kind of like a murder mystery comedy thing. So hmm. that's what I, uh, that's what I would, I watched a trailer for that and I'd like to watch the movie. Plus I watched the trailer for the new predator movie. Plus I watched the trailer for what's it called? The money agent. What's the movie? I posted it on. Fucking, <laughs> oh, on the, the Seagull one. The Seagull yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. God, that luckily, it, I believe, apparently it just got a uh, North American distribution. So oh, soon to sweet. be soon to be in theaters. Uh, Seagal v. Tyson. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to watch if that. It's, yeah. What's if, it, is it Money Agent? It's like China mon- Money China Agent. Money? China Money Agent? Yeah, something like that. That's an interesting title. <laughs> uh, the Predator, I guess we're going to have to we're going to have to do that on this show. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about yeah, that. When does that come out? September, I think. Mm. Oh, something like that. Yeah. Late summer, early fall. Yeah. Yeah. So we finished off superhero month with a bang today. uh, Watching Logan. Whose pick was this again? James. Yeah, this is my pick. Did you want to go through the summary of it? Um, What's the premise of the movie? Well, the premise of the movie, it's supposed to take place in 2029. And... Basically, everyone is aging, you know, like uh, Professor Xavier's like lost a lot of weight. He's like um, he needs to be medicated so that he doesn't have seizures um, and hurt anyone. And basically, Wolverine's just barely surviving. Um, Yeah, like he doesn't heal himself anymore really <laughs> or like it's a much slower it's a much process. slower process yeah it's, yeah it's pretty much the future things have gone horribly horribly wrong it's, yeah. this is like a maybe one of the worst case scenarios yeah, for the, 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 the darkest timeline and there's yeah. supposed to be no new human or new mutants right yeah like that's the whole and i didn't really get that the first time i watched it i understood that kind of was happening but like this is only the second time i've seen it since yeah. i saw yeah. it in the theater yeah. so i guess i understand a lot more now we'll get into it but like how that how they stop the mutants from yeah becoming i didn't really and, get that the first time and, either yeah so pretty much yeah, like you said there's the, there's no more new mutants 
the old mutants are either dead or decaying. Or in hiding. Yeah. Yeah, so then um, this Laura character uh, shows up who's a, a young kid and uh, Professor Xavier has been talking with her and like telepathically yeah telepathically and has been saying like this is the one I was talking about anyways she shows up there's guys after her uh what's the organization again it's like transient or something like that they're yeah they're been they've been developing these they've been creating mutants themselves yeah. basically and training them to sort of be like killer soldiers for them or whatever. yeah so basically then the, uh, Wolverine's trying to protect Laura and not let them get her. Yeah. And then that's pretty Take much. her to a supposed safe place that they're, she's going to meet up with the other yeah. kids that escaped. Yeah. Yeah. The movie starts off with pretty, a pretty big bang. I mean, uh, we get Logan. He's laying down. He's a, in a limousine yeah. kind of dragging himself out. Well, yeah, he hears something happening to his car and he gets out and a bunch of gang members or whatever are like trying to steal his rims or his, something off his car, his and limo. Yeah, and right off the bat, we, we definitely find out that this is, this is not your uh, your typical X-Men movie. This is a whole new level. Yeah, you get a tone right away that, you know, it has a very melancholy sort of tone to the whole movie. You also get straight murder. Like yeah, there is yeah. like swearing and death right away. Yeah. Which yeah. no so, holding back uh, for Wolverine this time. It's a pretty good way to actually get you like right into that. This is definitely not your your Brian Singer X Men movies. This is not uh, Logan, even though it's supposed to be the same character. Obviously, it's played by the same actor Hugh Jackman. Um, but it's definitely a completely different tone. And yeah. way that we're going to look at Logan and Professor X. and Yeah, and that scene does a really nice job of getting you right into what this movie's really going to be about. Like, you know, how he's down and out, how he's not healing like he normally does. and Yeah, like his fighting is sloppy. He's not yeah. like, he's not the, what he was once. Yeah, exactly. And we get that he's broken down and haggard, like right off the bat. Yeah. And he kills people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did kill people in the other X-Men movies. It just didn't really... You know, show it. Yeah, but <laughs> it he also he also didn't really kill carjackers. No, he killed like bad guys. Yeah, you know what? Well, I mean, super Worst superhumans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he wasn't going and killing just your 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 average run of the mill street tough. He was killing like he would have killed Magneto if he had the opportunity, type thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, in the comics too, like Wolverine. Uh, you know, he always killed he was never not a killer but uh people were killing. i think people were really like oh man like when they had we had the two previous wolverine movies and you know they they were definitely watered down they didn't have him behaving like people wanted to see the character in his full sort of yeah glory. i mean watching watching this i kind of wish that all of the x-men movies were r-rated because it, <laughs> it just made it more well, real almost. It's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, it has a much different tone than the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing to think about, though. Like, would you really want them to all be X-rated? Yes. Because X-rated? It was X-rated, sorry. Uh, R-rated. R-rated. I would like them triple, also to be X-rated. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing, though. If they were all, all R-rated, yeah. a lot of kids wouldn't probably, as many kids wouldn't be seeing them. Yeah. And they wouldn't get an opportunity. And uh, like I can show my my 5-year-old, you know, X-Men. It's not that big of a deal. I could sh- my Cohen walked in while we were watching L- Logan last night. Mm-hmm. And he wants to watch it, but like it's probably not a good movie for him to watch. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> at the same time. So I mean like it, it would be it's I love having these Well, it also R-rated. makes this one special cuz it yeah. doesn't have the same mm-hmm. I like, like if having, they all had the same kind of yeah, I agree. I was saying I like I like having the R-rated one every once in a while. I, I like having the 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 Logan and the Deadpool's and stuff like that. Yeah, a character where it's appropriate for it to be an R-rated thing. I think you know what if they were going to make another Punisher movie or whatever, yeah. something like that where it's like okay, well we need to have a certain level of Spider-Man violence, not not even just to be 
The Flash. Glorifying <laughs> the Flash, definitely. <laughs> um, hey, that guy's a pervert. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons they call him The Flash. <laughs> okay. Or at least two. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, these characters, it's appropriate. Like, this is what... I don't know. It just... It also it grounds it in a, floor, it, yeah. a far more... Like, he's not surrounded by other X-Men characters with a whole bunch of different powers and stuff in this one either. So that it all feels a little more grounded in the real world, kind of, this one. Yeah. But... That's true. I, at the same time, if they made a R-rated version of everything and a PG-13 version of everything, okay, I, you get your R-kicks. It's also nice to be able to watch a movie... Uh, that if it pops up on TV, you can watch a couple minutes of it and not like change it in anger because they've edited something out of it. Mm. You can just change it because there's a commercial, you know. But the the movie starts off like we said with the with the carjacking. You get the idea that so Logan's kind of down on his luck here. Mm-hmm. He looks like shit. Yeah, he's haggard. He's kind of you know some. He's still muscular, but he's like emaciated somewhat. And, yeah, very much so. Um. And he's got a leased limo. Yeah, yeah, he's very he's a limo concerned. Driver now. He's yeah. very concerned about the uh, the the paint job on the limo and the and the. New- yeah, he takes a bullet instead of letting them shoot <laughs> shoot the car. Uh, and we learn that he's like trying to save up enough money so that he can buy Sunseeker. Like yeah, Sunseeker, a <laughs> yacht. Yeah, a yacht for him and Professor X to go out to sea and and live on because. We learn he's taking care of Professor X, uh, Xavier. Yeah, and so he's got him in that big, rusty like what is it like a water old water tower that's yeah, fallen yeah. over, and it's kind of like to keep him from using his telepathic powers because we learn that he, uh, well, we it's alluded to throughout the movie, but he basically in an incident killed the rest of the X Men yeah. with this uh, these like weird psychic like pulses that he has if he has a seizure. Yeah, something happened. Uh, they they reference it. There's a, a radio or a TV broadcast um, later on in the movie when Pres- Professor X has a, a seizure and time kind of stops for a bunch of people. And they reference that it was similar to an incident that happened a couple of years previously. Uh, they don't really say what happened, but there was definitely like a bad thing. And it's supposed to be that all the X-Men died. Uh, yeah. All the other X-Men. It so, was one of these same events that we see a couple times in yeah. the movie, except that it that no one was prepared for it and it lasted long enough that it killed all the, uh, yeah. the old X-Men. So I believe that there's a, there's a, a lot of people are going to draw, um, or not draw maybe conclusions if they haven't read it, but they're going to, they're going to look and, and see, Oh, okay. We've got old man Logan, this comic book written by Mark Millar. Yeah. Um, is there a lot of connection between the two? Um, now from what I understand is that, uh, if I, I've read the book, I can't remember, but all the other X-Men, a lot of the other X-Men are dead. But I think it was Wolverine that killed a lot yeah, of them. Yeah, in the old man Logan comic, Wolverine was tricked into killing the X-Men by Mysterio, uh, the Spider-Man villain who is like an illusion. He creates illusions. And so he tricked Wolverine into thinking they were all villains. And so he kills them all. But they are all the other X-Men. So, yeah, it's definitely different. But it's got a lot of the same themes happening. So, but this is supposed to be, like we said, a standalone movie. But this is supposed to be like the end of, I guess... Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then there's like that. I mean, with um, the Dark Phoenix coming up and all that, that's like the new. Yeah. They the kinda, young, I guess. Yeah. We, we had that first wave of X-Men movies and then they kind of re they went backwards and sort of started showing them as young, what they were like when they were young with the first class. And then uh, and then they did Days of Future Past, which mixed the two timelines together. So you had the young versions and older versions of the characters right. interacting and stuff. I, I don't know if it's true. I see this movie as being like an, not necessarily exactly where the Logan, the Hugh Jackman Logan character would have gone, but it's like one of his, like an, it's, it's one of the, the, the possible possible timeline timelines. Outcomes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like it's not the timeline. Like, so you could actually have another person, another actor pick up, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine character and it could still exist but in that same... would you want to? <laughs> no. And it could still exist in that timeline, in, yeah. the, in that world. This is just a time... Like, this is an, an offshoot. And that's why I saw it. Because it doesn't really make sense that this is how they would wrap up his character in the X-Men world. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I could, but like, 
I think with because they did Days of Future Past, then it just opened up things so that they could say, oh, well, this is just one possible conclusion. Okay, so, but in the, like, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, the upcoming there's no, movie. Like, wo- there's no Wolverine in those. I don't think so. Those no. series. I don't think they've... No. Well, they're not going to plan on doing did, one, I he guess? He did interact with those characters yeah. in the Days of Future Past movie. But I don't think he showed up in Apocalypse, which was the most recent X-Men movie. I only out. saw the first two. Of the newer ones? Yeah. I didn't see the third one. I'm just trying to understand <laughs> with the new mutants coming up. Aren't they just younger versions of the current X-Men that we know? Yes. Uh Oh, are you, you mean in these movies? Like the like some of them, yeah. Like Jean Grey is in there, and we have like young Professor X by James McAvoy, yeah. young Magneto is Michael Fassbender. So, but this is supposed to take place like way before Wolverine would actually come into the picture. Well, well no, I mean it's a different. It's not. It's not. Can, I cannot. It's not canon. They're not really following. Yeah, they don't all necessarily fit together and say these are happening in the same universe necessarily. Like but, the first three X Men, and then the later ones. I guess, but I guess for me is like, so with the, the new path that they're going with these younger versions of the X-Men, like you gotta have Wolverine at some point, I would think. They'll probably they come. Can, they could bring him in, I guess. Yeah, but, but they'll, they, he, he's not a kid. Like those are, they're, they're all yeah, young. Yeah, they're he's all old. young. So what happens is that Xavier will find Wolverine. He's been Eventually. since the 1800s or whatever. Yeah. Wolverine. He's like 200 years old or something like yeah. that in oh, this I movie. See. Oh, I see. So what, yeah. So Wolverine will He's be... older than Professor X. Oh, okay. So yeah. So Wolverine... Xavier will like find him in Canada or something like that. Like there's a line in the movie. He's like, when I found you, you were doing cage matches. Which yeah, is actually right. a reference to the X-Men yeah. from 2000 movie. Yeah. He's in Alberta fighting in the cage <laughs> matches. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is like an offshoot. This is a possible. This is a possible outcome, but it's not right. to tell you the outcome. Are you confused yet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also a comic book, so it's they can do whatever they want. Yeah. So I guess with Logan, do they follow anything from the comic book, or is this? Yeah. There. There is some connections to the old man Logan comic book storyline, but. It's definitely not a direct adaptation of it. No, Old means. Man Logan's got like some pretty crazy world building stuff, like with different regions of America and yeah, and that's all connected. I mean, that's all more plugged into comic book stuff. Yeah, that isn't necessarily you know we don't want to get into that in yeah. this. Like it's you're not getting yeah. bogged down by all the yeah because there would be like a lot mythology. of mythology. Yeah, because you'd have to like introduce like how like Hulk has like a region and yeah 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 oh, it'd be like too much it'd be way too much yeah and it, it, it just because it's good in a comic book doesn't mean necessarily translates to a they do do some interesting little world building things in this future that we're watching in this movie and they're just kind of like little touches like you have the automated trucks on the highways and yeah then you, some except the, for they're some shittier the than the automated trucks yeah. we have now <laughs> yeah well, they just seem to not be too concerned about what I think that anyone ex- on the road. What or- that does is it actually goes to more like this is a world that is callous and yeah. garbage. Like, and is- then we get the stuff about the corn yeah. company or whatever. Yeah. Like so let's let's, let's can, if we don't mind, we can continue down some of the scenes that are like happening and how they yeah, play yeah. out. So, because um, we really all we've talked about is like the opening, the yeah. opening sequence. Um, so pretty soon, you you Logan runs into this woman at a funeral. And yeah. she's obviously she's begging him for help, and, and he's not interested. And you really start to get a, a sense of okay, he's not just down and out; he's completely turned into a more like he, he's 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 embraced a certain part of his characteristic, which is being a complete shithead. Yeah, he only cares about Charles. That's it. Yeah, like not he doesn't even care about uh, the other guy. Caliban. Caliban. He doesn't care well, about Caliban. But he hates Caliban. There's a good reason why he wouldn't care about Caliban. Yeah. Because we find out that Caliban, who was taking care of uh, Xavier, also led to the downfall of all of the... He he's he can His ability is that he can sense other mutants and track them. So he's a he at one time helped pig. these organizations like track down mutants and uh, arrest them or kill them or whatever. So 
yeah, as he calls himself a glorified truffle pig. But, uh, so yeah, they don't really get along, but even he does, there is like a line late in the movie where that gives you a sense that he cared somewhat about him. Oh, he does. He, he yeah. definitely does. Well, he's very angry when Caliban goes missing. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That's early too. But yeah, Pierce takes Caliban at one point and Logan is very, very upset. Yeah. So Pierce is kind of like this militia, militia guy that works for this company that are creating these mutants, including Laura, the girl that Logan is, uh, ends up help trying to help. Um, and yeah, he's, He's uh he doesn't have any powers though, does he? He's just like a militia, like mercenary no, kind of guy. He's he's not a mutant. He's enhanced. Right. He has like a robotic hand. But all of them do. Yeah. Yeah. They all have some. Yeah. Arm. Yeah. They're called something. Reapers, I think. Yeah, Reapers. Yeah. Yeah. So Logan ends up getting in. Well, let's back up again. Um, just for the what, what kind of world they're living in, it's pretty interesting. They're really tackling a lot of like the socio economic and political things that are happening right now and were happening in 2017 2016 when this movie came out um with in regards to immigration and the wall like there's literally a scene when a bunch of like college or high school kids at a prom it seems like or whatever are they almost want to drive up and down the border wall giving the finger to mexicans oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah usa and yeah yeah there's um, lots of little things like that that kind of paint a picture of this it's not necessarily the greatest time yeah. for anybody, <laughs> it seems. Um, but Logan gets end up and fighting it all off. He ends up getting sucked into to helping this woman, and it turns out she has a kid. And the kid's really uh, the, the whole point of this movie, uh, Laura. Yeah. So she's yeah one of the mutants created by this company, and we find out that she actually has very similar uh, abilities to Logan, right? She has claws that come out of her hands and her knuckles. And she also, we find out has a claw that comes out of her foot. Yeah. And yeah, she's pretty badass. She's pretty badass. It's, <laughs> she's a great character. The girl does a great job. The actress Daphne Keene. Yeah, yeah. She's really good. I like how for the first like three quarters of the movie, I'd say she doesn't even say any words. She just screams and grunts. <laughs> yeah. She's almost like a feral. Yeah. She's very feral. Yeah, um, so we don't. Yeah, we don't even know that she can talk until much later. In yeah, the movie. until much later, she rips into him in yeah. Spanish, and we find out that she's she's uh, Logan's daughter in a in, in a, a sense sense. Well, biologically, they yeah. So he was his DNA was used to help create her, um, and like I guess yeah. There's all these other mutants whose DNA was used to help create the other kids that she was a part of in that group. Yeah. It was really sad. The whole, this other, the, that whole Mexico tier. Oh, it's a tr- uh, transient. Is that what transigent, it is? transigen, 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 transigen. Uh, the whole transigen thing is just like fucked up. Yeah. They like these people are, they treat these children. Like, They've got them in cages and they just live in this facility where they're, yeah, trying and, to train them to be, and they treat them their property, their intellectual property. Yeah. So, but then what happened again? They were trying to put them all to sleep, right? At one point. Yeah. After they yeah, decided something happened, they decided they weren't effective because you couldn't train them to want to be killers. And by putting this, right. they meant kill them. Right? They meant kill them. That's my understanding. They? Yes, they. They. I think they were putting them to death. But then why weren't they just shooting them at the end? Oh, well, maybe, remember he got in some shit, the scientist, Dr. Rice, the guy that runs this program, he he was getting some shit from the military guys about, you don't need to kill them all or whatever. Like, so Mm. I don't know, maybe that was supposed to be that, or they wanted to still study them or I don't know. Well, it's, or have their bodies. If you don't mind, I just want to talk about each of the characters for a minute and we can just go through that. Like we got Logan, we know that we got, Xavier is like we said, he's, he's, Daughtering, he's old, but he's also under the influence of a lot of drugs that are keeping him from actually having clear thoughts to yeah. protect everybody. Yeah, for the sake of everyone else, because his seizures can kill, uh, you know, hundreds or whatever at a time. And uh, then he lives in this Mexican junkyard. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. How he's in that container. Yeah, and then like Caliban is. We said he's a reaper he's like a 
soldier. <laughs> Caliban? No. Oh, sorry. Um, Pierce. 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 Uh, and he kind of like runs this group of... Yeah, there's a whole team of SWAT. They're kind of like a SWAT team or whatever that gets sent out by Transigen to reclaim Laura. And then you have Dr. Rice. This is one of the things... This is one of the weaknesses I thought of the movie is that... Uh, and I don't think there's too many, but you kind of don't have one villain to focus on. Like we start off and Pierce is the guy that we're looking at as the bad guy. And he's good. He's good in the role, this guy, Boyd Holbrook. And, but then he kind of like fades into the background as the movie goes on. And then we get Dr. Rice is kind of your main bad guy. But then also we have X 24, which is this new version of Logan that they've created in their lab. Um, so, I feel like it just kind of gets a little bit muddled about like, oh, which who's the like, yeah, who's the, the bad guy? I yeah. guess the organization is supposed to be the bad guy. Yeah, and they we make, just don't we just kind of lose a focus of like that's the guy like the, yeah. <laughs> I think that's James, true. I think James is kind of right though. Like the organization, the, the organization is supposed to be the bad guy. So the scene later on in the film where Logan and the, their his crew um, help a farmer, and they get invited to the farmer's house and. Uh, they have dinner and stuff like that. And they find it a little bit about the farmer's world. And in his world, he's a, he, the surrounding area has all been taken over by transgen farms and they're growing corn. It's, it's called Canewood or something, the company, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. And it's, they're growing corn. That's just turned into corn syrup. Tastes like shit. They say that's eat. And it's, there, it's his life, his farming life is being affected because they own some water rights or something. Yeah, but <laughs> um, this company, this this, tra- I think they're 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 all connected. They're like I a think. subsidiary or something. Uh, so we find out that this corn is actually what is stopping the mutants yeah, they've, from. They've put Doctor Rice has been putting stuff in this corn syrup so that that's what's prevented well, further, new mutants from being. It's this born. particular strain of corn. Yeah, that like is is preventing mutants. So it's in oh, it's in I pop, totally it's in energy drinks, it's in yeah. cereals. Yeah, and that's why there are no mu- new mutants oh, being born. Right. Yes, yeah. those things have suppressed that evolution from taking place. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. all these indicators, all these things around the like Logan that's like st- that are bad. <laughs> like there's it's yeah. not it, it it's not just uh, the doctor or or Pierce. It's like the whole world is against mutants at this point. That's a good scene too at the dinner table. And it's like one of the only moments we get them to sort of feel like a family unit. Like you have professor X is the grandpa and Logan is the dad and Laura is the the kid. And then so this is one of the few like happy moments, but unfortunately then leads to that the, whole family being brutally murdered. And one of the saddest scenes in the movie, not just the family being brutally yeah. murdered, but is um, Professor, Professor X talking yeah. about how this is one of the greatest days of his life, pretty much, and then being murdered slowly yeah. by who you, as a, an audience... Yeah, you're supposed to think it's Logan, but it turns out it's this X-24, this new version of him. You see it drive by earlier, eh? There's a scene earlier... Yeah, the car goes by yeah, outside. with yeah. the... With the cage? With the cage. I didn't notice that the first time, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about the X-24 thing. I mean, it gives, gives Logan, like, sort of an impossible opponent to beat because it's, like, the younger, stronger, more crazy version of himself. Yeah. And now he's, like, old and beat up. And so I get that. But I don't know. Something about, about that character doesn't totally work for me in the movie, but... I get what you mean. I think I agree with you. Yeah. I I don't think they needed to do it. I think they could have, it could have been fine without him. Um, I don't know. But I get why they did it. Like they want that contrast of like, remember what Wolverine was like when you first started watching these X-Men movies like 17 years ago. Yeah. And so I get that. I just, something about it doesn't quite, I don't know. It doesn't quite jive. Yeah. I, I can't put my finger on exactly why I'm not the biggest fan of it, but... I remember even watching it. I thought, oh, this is crazy. Because it took me a couple of minutes. Like, when I first watched it the very first time in the theater, it took me a couple of like, seconds. Like, oh, wait, that guy looks kind of like Wolverine. I didn't put two and two together right away. Because it's a pretty dark movie, too. 
Yeah. But I it, I was never like walk. I didn't walk out of the theater and be like, oh man, what a great choice. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and I I think that you're right with Pierce kind of fading away a little bit. He's he's really he menacing. Sh- he comes, and yeah, he's menacing at the beginning. At the beginning, he's menacing. And he has a char- He has character to yeah. him. Like he has a persona. And you also feel yeah. like he's got he he he. There's a certain confidence that great villains have, where you yeah. you think like you don't know what he could do. He has he might have powers beyond anything you like you could imagine him having. Like he plays it close to the chest, right? But he has this confidence, this air about him. And I thought they were going to explore that more. Like he was going to have something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All he has is his hand and he's like, he can shoot good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you just, you know, they keep getting away. So then Dr. Rice is mad at him. So he kind of gets demoted in the movie, like to be less yeah. important. Right. Yeah. Plus fuck Dr. Rice, man. That guy's I do a, like his death. He's a dork. <laughs> I do like Pierce's death at the end with all the kids killing him yeah. with their different powers all at the same time. <laughs> well, if there's anything else you want to say about the plot, really, I, I want to move on to the, I mean, the only other thing about the plot would be it feels like they end it trying to be like, this is going to be the next generation and then lead into other movies. Yeah, and I think they but might do that. They, Yeah, they might. I mean, I did read a little bit on it that they wanted this to be a standalone with no perception of it, like having a sequel to it. Right. But that kind of leaves it for a sequel. You could totally see them wanting to do another movie with... X-23, Laura. Wait. So, but what is... Isn't there another movie coming out? The New Mutants? There's the New Mutants. And what is that? Uh, that's... <laughs> the New Mutants was a was a team of young mutants that they created after X-Men had been around for a while. Um, and eventually they kind of changed into uh, X-Factor, I want to say. But the characters from this... Like we see Richter, he's the kid who can and like cause earthquakes and stuff, move the earth. Yeah, he's like the leader, isn't he? Yeah, he seems like the leader. Um, he's too cool for Richter school. and like. No, I thought the leader was the one that could. He lifted up that truck. That's not the he's same like, guy. I think that's the same guy. Magneto. He uses the earth, I think. Too. Yeah, he does, does he the use truck. the earth? Yeah. That's what I think. He, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so some of these characters, including X twenty three, went on to be part of X Force, which is a whole other team. So I don't know if they're going to do an X-Force movie eventually or what, but uh, they've left that possibility open, I think, at the end of this. I'm just, for some reason, with the X-Men movies and the young X-Men and then the new the new mutants, it just seems like such like muddy waters of yeah. what's going on. It's definitely not yeah, as they're not organized. All, they're not all connected no. to each other necessarily. And, but the other thing is that, is that these movies, the X-Men movies, are not as organized and... Um, defined as the rest of the Marvel universe. Yeah, and I guess that's what the problem I'm how, having. Yeah, they're not they're not in the Marvel universe right now, right? For film wise. Yeah, it's they're, like they're not connected. They're different Fox, studio, I think. Yeah, Fox. So, so I think that they haven't done as good a job. Like we've just like we we talked about um, Infinity War. We just watched eighteen movies that work cohesively with one another. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think that the X Men work as well so far. I don't know if I agree with that. As well? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's because you aren't all necessarily tied into having to stick to one, you know, universal truth in these movies. They that kind of gives them leeway to do different things in, in each yeah. of them. Like, so if we were sticking to like oh a hard timeline, we wouldn't necessarily have this Logan movie where he dies at the end. Spoiler. <laughs> um, That's true. Um, true. Yeah. In, in regards to. The fact that it feels like there could be a sequel, I'm what I'm wondering if the reason that you feel that way is because it's the only time in the entire movie that you have like hope. Yeah, for yeah. it's a pretty That's grim, true. grim movie until they the kids get away at the end. They run away to Canada. Well, because like I want to know what happens now, and I think that that's <laughs> that's kind of and that's kind of the point where it is a standalone movie, but. You can create, like, you can believe you can, that in the future. You can still go from. Oh, sorry, go finish. Oh, I was gonna say, like, you you can still you believe in the future, like, good can come back, and there can be this other a new generation, a new X Men, yeah. and like yeah. that's exciting. Like that gets you like yeah. pumped up just to have that that idea. You don't even. It'd be nice to have the movie, but you don't have to have it because you believe it, and especially with the 
the change that Laura goes through. I mean, I'm not sure if this is part of her character or like her like her mutant powers, but she goes from like we said, a pretty much a feral child to showing compassion and love, right? Like she was never really taught love or any of those things. Yeah. And to call like to call Logan dad and to like hold his hand and it, and to do that without him doing it, like she's initiating it. Yeah. So like, I don't know if she has like some kind of like hyper fast way of like learning, mm. but you, you can just hit. I, and, well, she probably, presumably she's been learning some humanity from this nurse yeah, that helped her escape that's and true. stuff and, and, she, and just being with the other kids and all that. Kind she of seems stuff. to have taken a lot on from Charles too in the short time they're together. Yeah. Because they've been communicating telepathically. Were they communicating? You said that earlier. James said that. Yeah. Were they communicating, like talking back and forth? I thought it was just that he was sensing there was a new mutant. I didn't realize that they were actually like incommunicado. Well, because you get a glimpse of how they communicate when she's eating the cereal and he's talking to her. He's like, he's basically having a conversation with her, but she's not talking. Yeah. Oh, so. But he knows things about her. And he also says to Logan, this is the girl I've been telling you about, that this mutant that we have yeah. to help. So he already has some idea about her, but that he's been, you know, even through this container they've kept him in, he's been able to have some. It has holes in it. (laughs) It does have holes in it. Literally. There's a lot of holes in that container. Um, Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, because I I wonder why, why that mutant that she has the connection with versus all the other ones. Yeah. Versus the other kids. I don't know. They just, because you need one to have the story. (laughs) I, and yeah, I guess so. But. I think the one thing that really works about this movie is I think it can stand alone. I think somebody who didn't necessarily watch all the X-Men movies can come in and watch this and get it and enjoy it and everything. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if you did watch the previous X-Men movies, like from the beginning, going back, I remember going to see X-Men in the theater when it came out and being so stoked. Worse, yeah. You know, this is one of the earliest of these modern superhero movies. Well, um, there was Blade. There was Blade and then there was X-Men. Ghost so, uh, <laughs> That was later. Yeah. Um, so if you've watched Hugh Jackman in this role all this time, you had this real sense of like, we've been with this guy for this long and we've, he's the same person. He's the same guy embodying the same role. And now we come to this moment and he dies and it's like, it really hits you. Yeah, it's really. like, this is the, this is this character we've been with for well, 17 yeah. years. This guy's yeah. been playing this part. And I think that like, for me, growing up, it was always Spider-Man and Wolverine. And I don't think I'm alone. I think that's a lot of kids. Yeah, well, up. a certain era, like, you know, that was, those were the biggest, or at least among the biggest. Yeah, and maybe, and maybe Batman, I guess. But yeah. definitely Spider-Man and Wolverine were, like, the biggest thing. The cartoons, like the X-Men cartoon yeah, you was had huge when we were kids. Yeah, the X-Men cartoon, and then not long after that, you had that Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, plus well. we yeah. watched the Spider-Man cartoon from the 60s or whatever. Oh, yeah, the old one, yeah. And, and that's why, I guess, with the young mutants that are coming up, uh, like with the Phoenix movie coming up, uh, it's just like, it's not really X-Men unless Wolverine's <laughs> in. Well, he wasn't in all these newer, like he wasn't in First Class. I think he might have shown up in like, he had like a cameo in it maybe or something. And that was a really good movie. Yeah, uh, First Class is good. Um, and then I, he was a major part of Days of Future Past. Because, like I said, that was like one where the different timelines were yeah. merging and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't want there to be X Men movies without him. But on the other hand, I don't really necessarily want someone new to play him either. Yeah. Last thing I'll say about this before we move on is uh, isn't it going to be so sweet when he does show up, though? Oh, yeah. You're right. But uh, we've talked about a bunch of scenes in the movie. Do you guys have a scene that really stands out that you want to talk about? I would say for me, it would be where um, Laura's eating the cereal and then uh, Logan takes Charles out to the car and basically leave her there. And then they're outside and then uh, Pierce shows up with all those guys and then they send the couple guys in there and she's just sitting there eating the cereal (laughs) and then... You know, all hell breaks loose and she just comes walking out of the building <laughs> like no big deal. Yeah, like the violence she's you got don't the, see. She has the decapitated head and yeah, she and throws like, it at them. Throws it at them. <laughs> yeah, if, if you back up a, a little bit before that, 
the intro to that, like, not the intro, but like just before that scene when she shows up and all you hear is like I like a guttural scream, and she throws the pipe at Pierce's head. Oh yeah, she knocks him out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that whole like sequence, like, oh, that whole sequence, yeah, I would say. She, she goes crazy. Yeah, the way she takes people down, too, is so fun. Like how she almost like wrestling like a luchador Mexican wrestler. Yeah. She like uses her small <laughs> weight and leverage to like swing them and stuff with her yeah. legs and head it's, scissors. Well, it's, and it's also like the first time you see in a superhero movie. I mean, you could kind of say, I guess, what's it called? What, Deadpool? No, fuck the other one. The other Malar movie. Oh, kick-ass. Yeah, kick-ass. There's a little girl. She says cunt. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. This girl's straight fucking... She is like, a butcher. She just cuts people's <laughs> yeah. throats out. Yeah. Um, it's, it is weird to see a little kid do those things and be like, I'm strangely okay with all of this. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. They do a good job of making it a context where you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck yeah. that. Fuck that guy's throat up. <laughs> um... It's pretty. Like, I love that scene. I think it's so thrilling to watch both of them fight at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just like you want to just be like, yes, like you want to like yell. I was gonna say the scene with the crew, I guess, called Logan's Run, which he when he takes near the end when they're in the forest trying to escape from the SWAT team, and he takes the uh, that weird whatever that stuff is that they give the mutants to like yeah. jack them up, yeah. and uh, and then he just like go and and he takes enough that it's like this will pretty much kill him afterwards oh well, yeah he, he yeah. just starts running and killing he just people. goes yeah like he finally go, and we get berserker wolverine and just like running in and just starting to shred the shit out of people yeah to save the kids i like it when he in that scene i like it when he um he grabs the guy and kills him and flips him around and uses his gun to oh, shoot yeah. the the truck that's got like the the yeah, machine yeah. gun attached to it or whatever you know the cannon or whatever that scene was probably my my big uh, standout, but but also where he buries Professor X. That scene hit me really hard. That scene yeah. was really hard, and then the the destruction of the truck after. Oh yeah, yeah, and like this showing his um, pain. Yeah, yeah. Was, this is definitely one of the. I can't think of another superhero movie where I, I think I got pretty choked up like two or three times in this movie. So. It's yeah, and of course the end when he when he actually dies, it's pretty pretty sad. Yeah, the cross that she puts down into the into the X. X. Oh yeah, and it, when it happened, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it this time. <laughs> uh, I think uh, for a scene that emotionally, uh, it it kind of is a passing. Scene. I don't know if, if Wolverine does this multiple times, but there's only one scene when they're driving and he calls Xavier Pop. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. And I just, you know, that was kind of like, oh yeah, like mm. this is more than just a, like they they are a like father and son relationship and he does call him dad. Like it's very brief. Mm. I, I don't know if he says it anywhere else in the movie, but um, I don't. It, I had to rewind it actually and put the captions on to make sure I was right. No, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but um, I think the Mexico fight stands out pretty good. But um, you guys have said that. I'll say one other thing that really stands out is the uh, hotel kill scene. Oh yeah, we're, oh, he's where having he's going a seizure. It's very yeah. It's just very different because like it's obviously it's a slow motion it's a action. Slow, sequence. It's a slow motion action sequence with no one fights back. And yet it's still thrilling. Yeah. And yeah. it's just. Pretty, and you can see their, brilliant, pretty you see their eyes action. moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's what makes it. It's like actually kind of dips into like they're horror like a, there yeah, for they're a second. They're aware of what's about to happen like to They them. know they're going to die. Yeah. Um, that seems really great. And it shows like how even at Wolverine's lowest point of, of weakness, of strength, like he's, he's so weak. He's still so much stronger than Laura. Like he still makes it all the way through through you know fourth will up yeah. to up there and as he gets down the hallway <laughs> yeah, as he gets closer to xavier it gets harder and harder for him to continue to move right yeah mm-hmm. um but laura is on the ground like trying to crawl so you just see like how much 
yeah. what, what she could become. Yeah. And, and speaking of Laura growing, uh, this is a question, Dustin. I, I wrote it down. I, does the adamantium grow with her? <laughs> I mean, they're going to have to come up with a way to do that, I guess, because if they want to do more movies with her, because... Yeah, no, it wouldn't make any sense for her to grow any larger than she is. Yeah, that's what I whole thought was. I'm like, okay, what? Wolverine got the adamantium when he when was a full adult, grown yeah. adult. Yeah. So by this, well, and they say this. I by, didn't even think about that, but yeah. You know, by Dr. Rice's dad. Yeah. Who he fucking straight <laughs> kills. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say my least favorite is all the stuff that the nurse has filmed on her phone that they show us oh, about yeah. the kids. I mean, it's kind of necessary so that we know what was going on there, I guess the exposition, but, but the exposition of it, the way that no, there were certain parts is like, no way somebody is filming this. It's true. Uh, I found myself thinking, how the hell is she filming this? Is it like hidden <laughs> in something? Yeah. Like what is going on? She, she ran up to the roof and watched that kid like jump off the roof with yeah. her phone the phone recording I, it. I actually think that that's all pretty dumb, but the dumbest part of the phone thing to me is that they're all sleeping in the limousine. Um, oh, and he's watching it. No, no, no. It's, he's not watching it. It's plugged in and oh, yeah. it comes back on and it wakes him up. And I'm like, how fucking long? Did that was that plugged in? It, it, that's not how phones it work. It needed that much charge yeah, that's so how, that he could watch more of the I was video. Like, you guys are acting like we don't know how phones work. <laughs> this is 2017. Uh-huh. This, this, he pulled this shit in like 1997. Well, and this is supposed to take place in 2029. Yeah, too. yeah, but so. yeah. So that whole part is just is kind of silly and kind of insults your intelligence a bit. Like that that I don't know that she would have filmed this and all that. Also, that they would have hired these nurses and stuff and not expected them to be upset by the fact that they were going to put these kids to sleep and stuff. Well, after. I think they, they try to gloss that over with, with how racist and horrible like these people are by saying that they thought we were just poor, stupid, pretty much Mexicans and that we wouldn't care. Right. But we did. Um, I don't know if we, we kind of touch on this. I don't know if you guys want to say anything more about uh, this is favorite scenes and whatnot, but your favorite kills I think one of my favorite ones that stands out is the, the, uh, the, I call it like the pine needle kill. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was pretty fucked up. Yeah. That was cool. When that girl like took all the, she has the, yeah, she can yeah. Know, affect all the trees somehow or something plants. Um, yeah, that was definitely a good kill. I don't know if to pick a favorite, but the, but at the beginning when he fights the guys who are trying to steal his rims and he, puts his claws under the guy's chin and you see them like in the mouth going out of the yeah, head. Out of the yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good kill. Pretty brutal. X-24's death is decent too and she shoots him with the adamantium bullet blows his head off. Yeah. She's a good shot. She is for a kid who I'm assuming has for never a, fired a gun yeah. before. Yeah, she's a... I mean, that's where movies... She probably like, should have walked right up behind him and died. Yeah. I mean... That would have solved that because I, th- it's so dumb that shit like that takes you out of it. But like, yeah, you're like fuck you, <laughs> that little girl. Yeah. Um, how do you think the movie moved along? No, I thought it was good. I don't. I don't think I ever got bored really watching it. I don't. Remember, we need to talk to James I don't remember about anything that. lagging for me. Uh, if anybody's gonna get bored, <laughs> I thought I moved along. Pretty good. I think when they go to the farm, it kind of dipped a little bit. Like I, that, that's like such important stuff for the characters. Well, really, I mean, there's important stuff all the way through, but it just that was just a little more boring. To I, would, me. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if they could have just done that all through a video. Why? It's like the one moment of respite for them where they get. I want just straight (laughs) killing. Maybe they could. (laughs) Instead, they could have just found a video of like them having dinner before, like when they were young X Men. I mean, it's it's not too bad because I think it's the whole movie is just over two hours. It's like like two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, two fifteen or something like that. Yeah, so it's not that bad. But James looked a tight. James looks like a tight 90. He looks, a, he looks an 80 minute. Yeah. 75. No, no. Nine, a 90 70, would be good. 75 60. minute with a really long uh, credit scene. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about in regards to like the scene stuff? Or so I want to move on to if you guys have a favorite quote or not, or just a line that stands out. Um, <laughs> it's okay. You know, this isn't really the kind of movie we, we we kind of invented quotes and tropes. We don't even talk about tropes as much as we should. Yeah, this movie does a really good job with tropes. I think more so than quotes. Yeah, so let's talk about a trope that we really liked. Well, it really ties itself into these old Western movies, and they even have specifically the scene Shane. where they're watching a scene from Shane. And, of course, then that kind of ties into the whole conclusion. Of the that movie. was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. When she's, <laughs> she does the speech. She does the speech from Shane. Yeah. By the way, this, this is another reason why I think this girl has got something else going on. She watched that fucking scene one time. She memorized it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a studious kid. <laughs> How old is she supposed to be? <clears throat> I don't know. What was it? 10, 11, maybe? I don't know. Nine? Yeah, that's my guess. Probably like 11, 12, something like that. I don't like 12 even. So much death. So much yeah. death in those, yeah. those young eyes. Yeah. When he, oh, that's actually maybe my favorite line. When he tells her that she'll have to learn how to live with all the killing. Mm. And she says, I, oh, I killed bad people. And he said, all, he says, all the same. Like, you'll still have to yeah. learn how to deal with it. I would say a trope would be when she's in the convenience store stealing all the stuff and then he's like you can't just do that you can't just take but then he goes and takes yeah he takes stuff <laughs> he himself, takes the stuff himself. <laughs> yeah. and it's just i mean that's classic wolverine like they that's don't, what he yeah. does they don't show him smoking the cigars no but he does take them he does take them yeah there I mean, is a henchman smoking a cigar outside the hotel yeah for me it's these overall themes of like We've seen we've seen a lot of this kind of thing before. This guy that has to help a child or whatever, like uh, this idea of this old gunslinger who's way past his prime and these kinds of things. But but they they do them so effectively in this movie that I feel like it all like it all lands. It all works really well. I agree. I mean, we've talked before when we talked about our western films. We talked about how um, they don't make westerns really anymore and how all a lot of those have been pushed out into other areas yeah um of film and there's a reason that westerns were what they were at the time um it was like you know social issues and like transitioning out of certain times and stuff like that but the uh the main points in them the honor and helping people and protection and like trying to (laughs) trying to get forgiveness for like your past. These things resonate in so many other movies. So you don't really need the Westerns as much anymore because all of those tropes have just been. Yeah. Adopted by other. Yeah. Yeah. I still like a good Western if they make one every once in a while. (laughs) We talked about this. Yeah. I get what you're saying. We have a disagreement on what constitutes a Western. I still think they've they've made a couple of decent westerns in the past five years. Yeah, no, they're they're every once in a while we get a good one still, but there's just not a lot of horses and fucking ranges and shit. <laughs> cattle, uh-huh. cattle thieves, spittoons, spittoons. Yeah, what happened to spittoons, eh? Yeah, why isn't that still? A thing? Why can't I go down to the Canadian Tire and get a spittoon? Mm. Mm. Can't help you there. Deep thoughts. So the director, J- Dustin, yeah, James, James Mangold, Mangold, yeah, he directed a few other films. Yeah. So I was like, just going through things yesterday. Do you remember the movie Identity? I do. Did he do that? He directed it. Yeah. Now, is Identity as bad as everyone remembers it being because everybody hated that fucking I'd have movie. to watch it again I remember I liked it all the way till the ending and then it pissed me off a lot so Do you, have you seen Identity James? I don't know you'd have to tell me what It's a John Cusack yeah. movie that takes place all these people end up in a hotel motel on a rainy day like a rainy night Oh and yeah And they all yeah. start getting killed Yeah I've seen it And then it all yeah it all takes place in this crazy guy's brain Yeah Spoiler yeah. alert for like a fucking 50 year old movie <laughs> I liked it At the end I was like Oh okay I guess that's how they're gonna do it's it It's just one of those classic Oh it was all a dream Like I don't yeah. know Yeah it, I feel like it's, it's like It feels like theft yeah. it's, It feels like time theft 
It does because you're like in that one, I was invested in what was happening. I mm. wanted to know the, you know, the, you know, what is the answer to this mystery? Yeah. And the answer is like, oh, none of it really happened. It's like it's that, like, Go sh- fuck yourself. that show you were talking about, how all shows lead to this show. Oh, yeah. What is that? Oh, yeah. This St. Elmo's Saint- Fire? No. No. Uh, St. Elmo- Elsewhere? St. Elsewhere. Yeah. All shows are in a, a little autistic boy's brain. Yeah. Right. That's a more interesting idea because it's like every universe of these but yeah stories are all tied into but one that's more thing. like we are all uh on the what, what's the thing we're all like living on the back of a flying turtle yeah or this is all we're all living in a holographic projection simulator whatever i don't want that to be true <laughs> yeah it'd be interesting at if the same was. time what the fuck do i care <laughs> yeah, you don't care you're just a fucking <laughs> simulation what did i hear today yeah. somebody was like so, uh, i was listening to a podcast and they're talking about like death and stuff and they're like i guess i didn't really mind before i was born so i guess i'm not really gonna mind when i'm dead and i'm like i guess not no it's just the thinking about it part that sucks yeah the curse isn't dying the curse is knowing you're gonna die yes that's true that's really true just like logan died at the end of this movie (laughs) we didn't really talk about why he died and i thought that was kind of interesting is that he died why he was sick you were right the adamantium was poisoning him like giving yeah. him an infection or something yeah or something. the adamantium was what well, was it was um like heavy metal poisoning yeah i guess they yeah. didn't specifically say that but some he was somehow being sick there's because a, of it. yeah there's a scene uh when he gets taken to the doctor's office yeah and he says um I, I, the doctor's like I, I always thought i wanted to meet somebody like you because there's no mutants left yeah and uh he goes, you need to check yourself in somewhere. There's something inside you that's making you sick. And he goes, I, I know what's making, I know what's inside me or I know what it is or something like mm-hmm. that. I think you're supposed to believe it's the adamantium, which is really fucked up. Cause that means that little girl, she will eventually suffer the same things unless she can do uh, something about unless it. Unless they she, changed it. Like when they yeah, made could, her. I, I, yeah. Maybe she's yeah. like genetically, I mean, she's like a, yeah. Is this one of the only ones where Stan Lee's not in it? Makes a cameo. I don't think he shows up in any of the X Men movies because they're all oh, so, or, so they're all Fox. And, oh, okay. Uh, he only shows up in the Sony or the the Disney movies. Oh, or I guess Marvel the, movies. The Marvel MCU. Uh, yeah. I think he might have shown up in a couple of the other non before they really started doing the, the MCU thing. Yeah, like the Sam Raimi Spider. He's in all. The, he's in those. That's when he first started off. I think. Yeah. So he did show up in a few of those before oh, okay. they. But yeah. Did he show up? In, he didn't show up in that Ghost Rider one, did he? That we watched. No. Oh man. Dodged a fucking bullet on that one, eh? Way to go, Stan. <laughs> um, but yeah. Would you? Uh, what's What's he doing? Just now, he's showing up in Avengers and shit. Just like stay at home, Stan. He's just having he shows fun. Shows up in every single one of them. He's. I think he's a sick old man. I, Why are they dragging him out to be in the Avengers? I think he just wants to be. Yeah. You don't. I think he's into it, man. You think so? Oh yeah. Last Ex- I heard, Excelsior. He, last I heard, someone was trying to steal his blood. <laughs> Did you hear about this? I heard something about elder abuse. Somebody uh, stole his blood and was trying to sell it. Well, really? They could, maybe they could. Well, oh, no. that sounds like a comic book storyline. They could make a new Stan Lee who could create a whole yeah. new bunch of Marvel <laughs> characters to keep the keep the magic going for many more yeah. generations to come. It's really sad though because it's real life and they stole an old man's blood. Yeah. It was like I mean, his maid or something. Well, what's he gonna do with it? I don't know. <laughs> He's probably getting some of that teenage blood pumped into him. That's how he. That's how he's doing it. Mm. He's, he's getting teenage. He's blood. getting young teenage blood pumped into him. That's how he's making it out to all these goddamn Marvel movies. Oh, he's just looking for his radioactive spider to keep he's him like, going. I think he's like hitting up, hitting up Tom Holland, and he's like, "Hey, give me some of that blood. Give some of that sweet. I'll give you some of my blood. You give me some of your blood." <laughs> all right, James, give your rating. So my. Rating is uh, a nine, but overall it's eight point six. Yeah, I gave it nine as well, but my overall was a eight point four, so just slightly under you. Yeah, I guess I like the action a little has, bit more. John than apparently you guys. has not rated this movie according to my. Yes, I did. I rated it. I rated the movie. I gave it a nine eight 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 nine. <laughs> nine nine eight nine nine. Eight point four overall. So we give it the same. Says I. So that gives it a 8.5. And that makes it right behind what? 
What did you say? Dark Knight? That makes it third behind Dark Knight. That makes sense to me because if I'm thinking about the best comic book movies that have been made so far, the Dark Knight and Logan have got to be two of the very best that we've seen. Yeah. There's a... What would be another one that would be up there? Top three? Oh. Spider, uh, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2, the Sam Raimi one. Was, was Spider-Man 2 favorites. is fucking awesome. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. And, and X-Men it. 2, the second Brian Singer one. It's really good. And the thing about these Marvel Universe movies that we've been watching, most of them are pretty enjoyable. But yeah. none of them quite feel like they hit on the level that like Dark Knight or or Logan do. Like they're these are much more serious movies, right? Like yeah, those movies are good. They're fun. They have lots of great action. They're popcorn. They're really good yeah. popcorn movies. Yeah. I think that yeah, I think there's a, a very few movies that you're gonna put into that upper echelon of superhero comic book movies. Um, I think there's a lot in that middle section, right? Like or maybe like just above the this, yeah. yeah. Like Iron Man three is pretty good, um, Iron Man one's Iron pretty Man good. 1, yeah. Like Iron Man two is a piece of shit. That the belong- third Thor was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, like Black yeah. Panther. Like these movies are all really good. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just these movies. That's are- true. Guardians of the Galaxy one and two are both really good. Yeah. I mean, and then you've got like we have like a bottom of like Iron Man two, <laughs> Spider Man three. <laughs> Um, these are, Batman oh. and Robin is at the top of all of them. It's number one. <laughs> I think, um, I'd say X. Personally, I'd say X Men Three. Um, yeah, I think most people would agree with you. Duh, duh, duh. I mean, fucking that piece of shit that you guys made me watch, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. What do you mean you didn't like that? What's wrong so with Logan you? is our new number three overall. Uh, it's like yeah, way up there. That's, that pleases me. Pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty good. So what are we watching next, Dustin? Ah, we're next. We're done superheroes, so we're just going back to our miscellaneous fun. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to watch Fist of Legend with Jet Li. Go get some more kung fu in our lives. Oh, oh that'll be good. I almost picked that one once. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And then you picked the Octagon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I and then you bu- picked Universal Soldier. I am bookending this uh, our thing here. I've got number one and I've got number last. <laughs> I got Mad Max. And I know. Octagon. I need. I think the next movies I'm picking are are going to be to try and knock off Mad Max. Oh yeah. Good luck. You're going Mad Max. I'm going the other way. <laughs> I'm trying to knock <laughs> off Octagon. Good luck with that. <laughs> no, I like. I appreciate both approaches. <laughs> yeah. So you go high. I'm going to go low. <laughs> All right. And we'll see what happens. We'll see who wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens next time on the podcast. And uh, thanks, uh, everybody, for listening. Um, if you like this, please tell somebody. Tell a friend. Get them to download it. And if you haven't, please, uh, you know, go rate it. By the way, before I leave, no Americans have emailed us. So I don't think they yeah, exist. Shit. <laughs> or they just couldn't be bothered well, to. Well, that was on the last episode. It's not even out yet. Yeah, oh, right. Yes, yeah. it was. It was on Avengers. Oh, was it on Avengers? <laughs> that was the last episode we did. Oh, wow. Well, we'll see. Give them some time. Yeah, there's no Americans out there. All right, see you guys later.